Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN alongside Alex and T-Bone on BK. Kerb, some big news for the Blues yesterday. They decided to put uh, Justin Falk on LTIR, Scott Perunovich on IR. We'll get to him here in just a moment and call up the young man, Zach Bolduke. He was uh, skating earlier today with Jake Neighbors and Braden Shin. What would you think of where they put him in the lineup and his big call up to the NHL? Well, that was my first question coming into today was going to be, where do you enter him into the lineup? Because for whatever reason, in the National Hockey League, and it's been this way for decades, you get a player that you expect to add some higher-end skill to your lineup, and you bring him up to the NHL, and you say, well, you got to earn your way up the lineup, and you start him on the fourth line. And then you go, okay, well, over five games, well, he hasn't really produced. Yes, yeah, six minutes a game and checking situations. That, that, that's not the way this is going. You had to ask yourself, why, BK, did they call him up? You've got some guys struggling offensively. You've got some guys in some long point drops, some some long goal drops. But these are guys that are expected to produce, especially in your top six. So you, in the hope, your goal is to start key, is to keep them down there as long as you can. But I think situations up here said, ah, we got to see if maybe we could add a spark here. And putting him on that line with Babers and Shen, I think is fantastic. You know what you're going to get from Jake. You know what you're going to get from Braden. And in talking to Zach Bolduc, as I did just uh, oh, probably about 15 minutes ago, you know he, he's excited to play with those guys and knows that if, that he's got to bring the work boots if he's going to keep up with them. Curbs, one thing that I've I've heard about Bolduc's play in Springfield so far this season is that he has put so much more of an emphasis on his two-way game, the defensive side of the puck. Whereas if a fan looks at his numbers, they'll say, well, he has not scored a lot of goals down in the minors. How much of an emphasis on that side of his game played into the decision of putting him up at the NHL? I don't know. It's a good question, Alex, and I haven't had a chance to talk to Doug Armstrong about that yet. Um, the, the, there's there's a couple of aspects he, and a topic that, I, I again, I just talked to him about. He, he goes, man, he do a game knowing I was going to score. At some point in time, I was going to get the puck, and I know I was going to get a scoring chance, and that would lead to an assist or whatever. He goes, and when that's the case, you're not really thinking defensive side of the puck or the other end of it. But he goes, pro hockey, you can't survive if you do that way. And so the emphasis by the Blues on that part of his game actually started a year ago. He said he was constantly being talked to by Patrick Waugh about it. 
who ironically is going to be the head coach of the Islanders in tomorrow's game. Which That's is a cool wrinkle. Yeah. It is. And and then he goes, but he said he said he's he's uh Patrick Waugh talked to him. He says Patrick Waugh was talking to the Blues about it. So he felt like there was a connection and message being sent even from the Blues to Patrick Waugh to him while he was playing his last year in, in junior hockey. And then this year, you know, it was, he said, Drew Bannister was constantly talking to me after shifts, after period, show me video. He said he was really supportive. He said he was a, a good coach to play for. He's glad that he was his first pro coach. So he's excited to play this game for him tomorrow. Um, but in asking him about that, I said, Did, how hard was it as an offensive player to know that you're focusing on that and it was going to cost you offense and yet you feel like your jobs are produced? He said at the very beginning, it was really hard. It was hard to just not want to go do what you had done before, but you realize you had to do the other things. And then his quote to me was, but look, he goes, eventually you get better, you get better at it, you get better at it. He says, I think I've gotten a lot better at it than I was. And over the last couple weeks, it's led to more offense. And guys, that's the thought process that you wanted to see click. And you got to be excited that maybe it has. We're talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, here on 101 ESPN. A day after the Blues called up one of their top prospects, Zachary Bolduke, going to be making his debut for the Blues tomorrow night against the Islanders. As Kerb said, one of the cool wrinkles in that one is that his former juniors coach, Patrick Waugh, is going to be on the bench as the head coach of the New York Islanders going up against him in this one. Kerbs, what do you think this opportunity means for Bolduke? Like, what, what is at stake for him, and what is at stake for the Blues with his performance over these next 5, 10, 15, however many games? Well, and, and shoot, who knows? Could just be one, too, right? I sure. mean, so the point there being is, if you're saying Bolduke, you're not thinking about anything other than one shift. Right now he's thinking about, holy cow, how do I get to the rink? Right. Well, what about us for the rest of us on the yeah, outside that are watching? Be, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't be late. Don't be late to the rink, and then it's, and then it's, uh, and then it's his first shift, and you know, and then it's getting through that, and then being talked to, and then just kind of getting comfortable along those kind of lines. Look, if he shoots the puck, and a couple go in, he could be here for a little while, right? I mean, it, it's up to him, and it's a topic that you guys have talked about. But we we've talked a lot about it. Do you take advantage of your opportunity? And it doesn't mean that he's going to have to score a hat trick to stay in the NHL right now. What it means is you've got to play a certain way. You've got to play hard. You've got to bring energy and find a way to help be productive. And maybe that's, maybe it's neighbors getting goals, Shen getting goals, him picking up some helpers, whatever it may be. It's just taking advantage of that opportunity that you're given. The flip side to your question, Brandon, is it, it, it also sends a message to several other guys, I got to think, in that locker room. You know, Sammy Blay, Nikita Alexandrov, and in and out of the lineup, right? You just called up the 20-year-old kid, which moves Kasparian Kapanen out of the top six. Things along those kind of lines, right? It's, it's not Brandon Saad moving up into the top six. It's not, it, it's not that kind of thing. So when you call a guy like that up and you put him in the top six, I got to think that there's a message sent to everybody. It says we need more as a group, and we're going to do what we need to to find it. So um, I, I hope he comes in and just has a really solid first memorable game in the NHL because in the end, win, lose, or draw, you only get one crack at that one, and I'm, I'm thrilled for him. Speaking of messages, Curbs, and I don't know if any message has been sent to Scott Pernovich, but if he gets back in the lineup after the injury, and it was an unfortunate one because he blocked a shot, which is what kept him out, but if he gets back, is this kind of the final stretch for Scott Pernovich to kind of prove himself as an everyday top six defenseman? Uh, 
maybe. The reason I say maybe is it's like, I mean, it, it, it could de- a lot could depend, say, on the trade deadline uh, for for him. Uh, uh, other aspects of uh, other aspects of of what you know it could, could be, for example, uh, if he doesn't, if he if he plays every game from tomorrow to the rest of the season, and Drew Bannister did say he could be a game time decision, right? If he plays every game from now to the to the rest of the season. Uh, you're you're looking at a scenario where he becomes a group two free agent again, okay? If he misses three more games, I believe it's then he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Now he's not thinking that part so much, right? But you know everybody else around him knows. So I'm not exactly sure how to fully answer that, Alex, because I think so much just depends on what do the Blues end up doing with their other defensemen. Even if it's an offseason, if he, if he stays group two and you control his rates, what do you do? If he becomes a UFA, you know, what do you do? One thing about Scotty Perunovich and his coach told us this when we first drafted him, he's a loyal kid. He understands the opportunity. Um, you know, if that opportunity presents itself because of a trade of another D-man, like the one thing the Blues don't have a lot of depth in, it's defense right now. So, um, he's another one that uh, I can't really predict the future on this one, but you just want to see him get in there and find a way to keep playing well like he was before he got hurt. He's Chris Kerber. He's the voice of the Blues. You'll hear him tomorrow night on the call for Blues versus Islanders. This should be a fun one. Pre-game with Alex starts at 6. Curbs and Joe have the call starting tomorrow at 7 o'clock. That's all right here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks for moving things around a little bit for us today. We've got a city player coming up at 1.30. We'll talk with you again next week, my friend. You got it, guys. Have an awesome weekend.